Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Good evening, Blue Jays fans, and welcome to another lovely evening with Jaybird Watching. I got my buddies here with me, Jason Lyons and Ken Alfred. Fellas, how are we doing in what has turned into now a Blue Jay list <laughs> baseball season? It hurts. Keep well, it busy. Can say. Yeah, I mean, it, you know, there's still baseball, it's still baseball, it's still baseball. It rolls on. Um, you know, yep. thankful that the uh, the other series are remaining um, entertaining. Um, you know, it was the, the Padres brave series, although it was a little one sided. Uh, it's nice to see some of those guys, you know, come out of playoff slumps that they've been in for a long time. I see Harper hit a few home runs and, you know, just it looked like they were having fun playing baseball. Um, you know, and we're a, a half a Dodger house here. So, um, oh, you guys us, are all like antsy and <laughs> some, some of us were on, you know, unhappy with the Padres, um, you know, beating the Dodgers, but, uh, I mean, I, I like that team. Um, I find it hard not to cheer for a team that wears Brown. Um, I was about also. to ask, did you get the Brown hat? No. Did, yeah. Get them no, anywhere. it's sold out everywhere, right? Everywhere. Uh, <laughs> same from last week. Yeah. Uh, no. yeah, but I mean, supply it's, chains suck. <laughs> well, it's popularity too. I mean, when those city connect stuff, that stuff dropped, um, it was sold out everywhere and then the Brown yeah. went after. So, I mean, it's, it's the, they've they've got, kind of got lightning in a bottle right now, and uh, I mean I'm not a huge Manny Machado fan, but uh, you know take him and Tatis sort of out of the equation, and I I like the rest of the team. So I mean it's exciting, and it looks like uh, it looks like the Guardians are going to fall to the the Legion of Doom. Um, that evil empire is now up currently five to one, top yeah, of the ahead. ninth at, in New York. So unless yeah. Cleveland can pull something off. I'm not. Uh, I'm assuming the Yankees are definitely they're two out, on. two outs away. But two they, outs away? they're they're um, short of. Um, they, I, I'm wondering how much of their playoff miracles they've used up at this point because we're gonna get a night. Oh, that was a real. They just, just, just as soon as I say that, ball bounces over the pitcher, lands in no man's land between second and short, and there is a runner on first base. There you so. go. So you never, never know. <laughs> you never know. Knock on desk. It'll be like a major league kind of thing, right? Well, and and Jason, sport the shirt, man. Sport the shirts. What are you wearing? Wow, <laughs> the Ricky Vaughn, the Ricky Vaughn edition, major league. <laughs> you know, supporting the uh, what they used, to, you know, the Guardians. Um, you know, scrappy team. It's it's funny. They're they're very akin to the the team in that in that movie. They they just needed Jake Taylor, uh, a uh, Willie Mays Hayes out there. <laughs> Willie Mays Hayes. <laughs> To that yeah. point, how is that shirt not their actual mascot and logo? It just kills That's me. That's a that good question. Like you had a, you had the opportunity to be like the Cleveland Wild things, yeah, and yeah. just have that as your logo. That would have looked so cool on a hat. They could have kept the same, you know, font and everything that they yeah. have for the jerseys. Just changed the at, patch on big, the elbow, big, and that uh, been done. Big shout outs to, to baseballism. Yeah. I know, right? Did they have a contest, Craig? I don't think they did. I think they came up with that all on their own and just said, uh, hey, you know what? I just think it's hilarious that they're the Cleveland Guardians and they're in the middle of the U.S. What are you guarding? 
It's not like a border. <laughs> it's not like a water mass or anything. Okay, Lake Erie kind of comes down and just nibbles at the edge of Cleveland there. <laughs> and that's what they're guarding. They're guarding yes. Lake Erie, Craig. Yeah, we're trying to, you know, us down here in the States, we're just trying to make sure you Canadians stay on your side of the pond. And <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> Wow. We're okay with just, that. Just playing. Wow. As, as I'm sitting here wearing nothing but Blue Jays. <laughs> <laughs> so, but to the, it's just funny. I just think it's hilarious that they had such a cool. How many teams even have a movie like that? They have that culture, you know. It's just, you know, okay, great. The Oakland A's need to be a new team. What do you call them? The, you know, the Money Balls. Money Balls. <laughs> I mean, I know it was interesting when they were talking about moving. Um, the one away, uh, the t- Tampa up. Was it Tampa? They were talking about moving up to the Expos. Um, oh. When they were talking yeah. about that, they were talking about you know what would you call them? And I mean, you know, the, it started to get interesting to see you know sort of what they were talking about calling them. Yeah. I mean, naming a sports franchise, as we found out when they tried to rename Washington, you know, mm-hmm. it's not easy. You know, no. You go with the Washington football team for, you know, <laughs> come on. Well, like, part of that was, I don't know if you heard the story, that some jackass did the normal internet thing and bought up every domain name that you could possibly think of for what might be called a football team. <laughs> and and uh, I don't blame him. He wanted to sell the yeah. shit. I would have done yeah. the same thing if I ever had more than $5 in my bank account. Did he, bu- so, did he actually make money off of it? I think they he had one of the names that they wanted to, and that's why all of a sudden be, uh, this is one of the things I heard that became the Washington football team because of one of those names that he had patented. Wow! So yeah. just to be that much fun, so you wait a year until he, you know he didn't want to renew everything. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> the you know Commanders. So, but to that point, you know, they have some fun with it, right? You know, yep. it's like minor league baseball. I I don't know if you know the. Um, it's in Alabama, but it's where the jet propulsion lab is for NASA. It's all that was started by a bunch of guys playing around with rockets in a garage, literally in Alabama. And that's how NASA got the jet propulsion lab, the minor league baseball team. And I forget who they're affiliated with in that city is literally the rocket city trash pandas. Yes. (laughs) And it's one of the coolest logos ever. And if you've ever seen the movie Guardians of the Galaxy, I really feel like that's where the internet got this whole idea from. It's the raccoon (laughs) in a, you know, makeshift rocket from a trash can. Yeah. And that's their logo. I highly recommend anybody in baseball fandom that you look that up. Oh, two outs. Runners on first and second. It's getting crazy. (laughs) It's the same with the uh, Savannah Bananas. Like that whole story with the Savannah Bananas and, you know, (laughs) talking that other team into calling themselves the Macon Bacon. Like what's the, (laughs) how do you do that? Like how do you get a guy who's, who's a low level baseball exec in some small town and he says, I'm going to read PT Barnum's book and I'm going to turn baseball into the most entertaining thing this city's ever seen. And he went from selling 600 tickets a night to f- over 5,000. They've had to add seats on. And now yeah. they're doing like, world tours. There's some talk that they might even come through some of the minor league stadiums in Canada next year. And really? the whole thing, as, as hokey as some of it may be, everybody loves it. And it's sellable to everybody. And it, you know, it's, is that it? Game's done. <laughs> yep. Wow. So hang it. Breaking the news here that, you know, the New York Yankees, unfortunately, are yet going to the American League Championship Series after a five to one victory over the Cleveland Guardians. Yep. 
Uh, I guess they got they got a tough road ahead though. They got the Astros who yeah. when they swept the Mariners, I was surprised. I know we were talking during the last few episodes when they were like, Oh, it looks like Seattle's up and we're gonna looks like they have a lead. And then I think remember last week, oh, they lost the lead, they lost again. And that game three, my God, that is a pitching duel. Eighteen innings. Brutal. Eighteen innings. Monstrous ridiculousness. Wow. And it and my, and people might look at the score, it's like one nothing. They're like, How is that exciting? Because I think they love seeing like the ten to nine or twelve to fifteen or something like that. They love the offense, but it was yep. like a, a pitching showcase, and the defense were really, really on par there. And uh, man, three two home three, run, two. <laughs> wow! Every at bat had just there was electricity. Every, it didn't matter who it was, whoever was yeah. coming to the plate. As soon as it got past like twelve. When, when it was going yeah. into 13 and 14 <laughs> and 15, you're just like, somebody's going to be the hero here. Who Like, who's it going to yeah. be? And then, you know, J-Rod makes that unbelievable catch in, in left center. Like, I mean, you know. It was Devon White level <coughs> World Series. It That's was Devon how White. that catch fell. And <laughs> how, how they don't come out of that, though. Like, I mean, and what the Mariners have been doing previously is they were riding a lot of that lightning. They'd have Correct. somebody make a big play or their pitcher would throw an unbelievable inning and they'd feed off it. They just couldn't get any traction. I mean, you know, kudos to the Astros. They're they're just like a wet blanket. They just lie on you <laughs> until you go to sleep and then they put one to deep center. Like, I mean, it's, yeah. you know. It's it's yep. good baseball. It's not the most exciting baseball to watch, but uh, if you like D and you like you know if you like guys you know really 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 play in the game, then that's the Astros right now. Yeah, well, definitely. Yeah. And for that, it's a very interesting series going on. What which will be now the rematch of the you know banging on a trash can incident. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it'll be interesting to see. Uh, especially with uh, any Astros fans being in New York, I fear for them <laughs> because of that incident. You know, we we have the piece of that where we as Blue Jays fans get to see that just with how George Springer gets treated when we're on the road sometimes. It's been four years and mm-hmm. it's still very, very prevalent in a lot of baseball enthusiasts' brains. Mm-hmm. So that is literally what we're going to be dealing with all over again. And like I said, it's a rematch to, you know, that fandom and that fan base. But I, I was on, you know, pins and needles watching the Astros play the Mariners there. And I was hoping that the Mariners would run out with that at some point, guys. And it just never did. And then that game, like you said, where it just kept going and going and going. All I was doing was watching my FanDuel, fan, uh, DraftKings stuff bleed out one dollar at a time. And they were had all these bets. Will this? Will the game end this inning? Will the game end this? <laughs> it just kept going out and out and out. <laughs> and I just kept betting a buck on it. I'm like, okay, great. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I'll yeah. make ten bucks. <laughs> I mean, Seattle's best chance was game one. Like they were they were coming out in the beginning, like they were hitting the ball well and all that mm-hmm. sort of stuff. But just Houston would just not go away. Like, yeah. And so Seattle could not close those first two games. And uh, we saw the last one, game three, is like, wow, Houston's really that good. Alvarez was really like, what's his, oh, my God. How many home runs did he hit? Three? Three, I think. Three in, in the first two games. Now, no one was expecting too much in the season, game three, because obviously they're going to probably pitch them a lot tighter. But, uh, yeah, he he could be a force to be reckoned with against the Yankees. We'll see how how well he hits. Yeah, he's a hell of a ball player. And uh, to that point, I want to flip-flop to the National League side of things here and give Jason his chance to gush about the Phillies here because he's a <laughs> closet Phillies fan, as we can tell from the uh, Schmitty hat behind him. <laughs> so, there it is. <laughs> Bryce, speaking of that, Bryce Harper was the National League equivalent of Henderson Alvarez. 
I mean, Bryce Harper was a man amongst boys for a week. Um, every time he went to the plate, he was stone faced. He was he murdering baseballs. He had no nothing else on his mind but hitting home runs and getting the Phillies on past the Braves. He was he went to and I haven't seen Bryce go to work like this in a long time. Bryce Harper is, I feel like an underrated, even though, you know, everyone knows who Bryce Harper is and yada, yada. I feel like he's a very underrated player when it comes to the sort of talk about Trout and, you know, Mookie and some of those other guys that are way up yeah. there in the upper echelon where I feel like Harper kind of slips down to like six, seven, eight, nine, ten, 10, somewhere times even. And when it gets down to it, he is, he's unstoppable. He's too big to stop. You throw him anything in the zone, even low, and he hammers it. And if you don't, he's fast enough that if you walk him, he's a threat to steal. Somebody puts him to the outfield. He's going to leg it to three. He's just a he's a supreme athlete. And it's nice to see the the moving pieces around him finally coming together. He's, he, I mean, he's got some really unbelievable talent in Philly this year. And so, you know... If I'm picking now, I'm taking the Phillies over the Padres, and I'm I'm hopeful the Astros take the Yankees. And um, I feel like that National League series, although the you know I, I tend to be prone to watch the American League a little more because it's just clear and present. But I feel like I'm going to be drawn to that Phillies Padres because it's going to be like a like a heavyweight title fight fight with you know with a couple of old fighters. You know, they're going to fight each other the whole, like just punch, 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 punch until one can't punch anymore. And then what you're going to see is you're going to see the talent, whether it be Padres or Phillies, come through. Um, I'm taking the Phillies, but woof, it's, I mean, I wouldn't be betting on that series. No way. Greg? Anything for you, Ken? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, sorry, you, you were muted there for a second. No, no, I think uh, I think I agree with Jason on this one. It's going to be an interesting series because, and what I like about this part too is that you know I'm just looking here, just some of the scoring and how the rankings are, and you know everyone's kind of expecting LA and Atlanta since they're the top two seeds to move forward. I like to see when it's the underdogs or quote unquote underdogs doing it. So I mean, like you said, I think it's a toss up for Padres and 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 the Phillies. I know Phillies seem to have a great run during the last couple of games against Atlanta. You know, nine one, eight three. So they were really clicking their offense and we'll see if they can uh if the Padres can shut them down for uh, you know when they when they start the National League series. Yeah, and that is the National League me- mentality right now. Everybody's been the underdog and they've been running with it. And that I, I wonder how much in this new playoff format that that buy actually hurts those higher seated teams. Well, they we were, were saying talking that. To, yeah. They hear that the Dodgers actually were struggling with that. I remember re- watching some, I don't know if it was Sportsnet or TSN, where they were mentioning that, you know, Dodgers getting punished for this new p- playoff format. And, and sorry, correct me if I'm wrong, gentlemen. So when did they start? I always thought that the wild card was always like the best of five or best of three. Sorry, best of mm-hmm. five. Sorry. And then everything after that was best of seven. So was it just this season that they made it the first two rounds, the best of five? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? So, and yeah, this year is the um, so the the old playoff format was that they, when you started with the American League Division Series, it was just one wild card team that got this far, and that started in 1995, right after the uh, you know that was the, the argument is that the Blue Jays won the last true division title that you could win as far as you know in 1993 when they won the world the back to back year, um, that was the l- last year before the wild card. 
1994, there was a very good chance that there could have been an all-Canadian Baseball World Series. The Blue Jays were trending in the right direction in 94 after a horrible start. And <laughs> uh, finally, Sean Green and some of those guys that came in to and Delgado that were, you know, yep. surplants. Alex Gonzalez, the, all those yep. guys. Um finally started hitting the damn ball with Molitor and everybody and it started picking up. But night, obviously the strike happened in 1994 kind of killed baseball in Milwaukee. Or I mean, not Milwaukee in Montreal. Montreal literally. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. it, they never recovered and moved the team in Washington, DC here in the States. And then you saw the, the, the division think, okay, what do we do? We want more teams in the playoffs. And that's when the wild card was introduced. The next best record in baseball makes the playoffs. And then now baseball is the only sport that a good, like chunk of the like percentage of the teams. Like, I think they were saying that 25% of the teams in baseball didn't even make the playoffs with so every other sport. 25% of the teams make the, you know, postseason. And hockey's one of the ones that's like, what, 50%, 60% of people it feels like I make it. Yeah. So there's all that ridiculous tournament that you get. But they were trying to find somewhere of a balance between like how football and hockey had more teams in the playoffs. And that's how we got to this this year with the three-game wild card instead of the sudden death wild card night. And yeah. continuing to move amongst that way. So, Ken, to your point, this was the first season that they had this new playoff format. So that – those teams that were on the bye were no longer taking a two or three day bye to get away from the wild card game. They were taking a week off mm-hmm. and that's yeah. a hard time to come back and pick up the momentum. And outside of the Houston Astros, all the other teams did struggle with it. Even the Yankees were pushed to a five game series break. Yeah, yep. they were. And then we yep. saw four game series in both national league ballparks. So exactly. Now, now do you think it, it would have changed if we, if it was back to the best of seven, do you think the Dodgers could have pulled it, pulled it back? By this point, or do you think uh, the way that San Diego was playing, you know, they were just going to do it? Because it seemed like the games just seemed pretty close, actually. Games three and four, they only lost oh, yeah. by one run and a couple yeah. runs. So, yeah, I mean, it's almost like a toss up for if we, if they did go for the best of seven, if it would have changed. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, the, I, the Padres got lucky with Schnell and then, you know, they maybe would have been able to pitch Musgrove one more time. And the, mm-hmm. the Dodgers still had four bullets in their gun. I mean, oh, yeah. that's the reality of it is if, if you go to seven in that series, the Dodgers are going to outpitch you They're It's they just have they have more arms. And yeah. so, you know, directly to your point. Yeah. I mean, I think the Dodgers definitely come back and they definitely challenge in that. Um, I mean, even I think even the one that ended tonight, I think if this is a seven gamer, I think the Guardians take this thing right to seven and it's a knockdown drag out, you know, comes down to a dirty night in the rain in the Bronx and, yeah. and you know, just whoever can outlast the other, which I kind of like that baseball. Like I got the shiny stuff of hitting balls into the, into the cheap seats is that's fun and stuff, but you know, to watch a guy squib one down third and then head first slide into one and then first pitch he's run into two and you're like, come on, like, Oh wow. Like this is baseball. And Bingo. so it's, you know, yeah. f- for me, I think that, I think that the, the Mariners would have been done no matter what, whether it was a 10 game series, I think they were outmatched. Uh, Best of 10 still. Yeah. Best of 20. We're going. Um, And so, and again, same with the Phillies. I I feel like the Phillies were going to beat the Braves no matter how many games it was. Um, The Braves looked tired. The Braves looked like the Dodgers. They looked like a team who's had, uh, you know, two really good years. And, um, 
you know, they, and they, if you watch the end of those games, nobody on the, the Dodgers bench was like head in hand, or, I mean, I think they feel pretty good about the last 10 years. And it's the same with the Braves. The Braves have been very good for a long time. And if you lose, eh, I mean, you lost. So what, you know, to that point, the Dodgers still have a hell of a team going into next season too. So you take that with a grain of salt, you know, okay, great. The guys that are losing are their veteran guys. The one that would probably hurt them the most is Trey Turner's actually a free agent. Yeah. Now to that point, and and you brought this up earlier, and I think this is, and I don't want, if you want to, I think we should open this egg. I think we should crack this egg. There it is. So I don't know if you guys read or not, but Shohei Otani is not, (laughs) not happy with how bad the Anaheim Angels are. And they are bad. If you've got Trout and Otani and you can't even come close to the playoffs, there's something wrong with you. Correct. Their team was hurt and hindered this year because you you talk about their other big ticket item is Anthony Rendon, the yeah. former World Series national MVP. So they had a good team, but they didn't have a amazing team. And when you're building around those two guys and then you throw in Rendon and then don't forget they had Syndergaard mm-hmm. who just pitched a gem the other night for the Phillies. And, and Marsh, who's now going to the Marsh is going to the, the finals. Yep, exactly. To that point, it worked out pretty good for, you know, Syndergaard and Brandon yeah. Marsh being Philadelphia Phillies at the trade deadline. But, oh, it it's very embarrassing to say that you're within the Anaheim Angels. And then them, the other factor of this whole thing is not only have they been bad, they are the owner is actively shopping the team. Yeah, oh, he has been so, for a while. Correct. So the other and, part of that whole thing is somebody's going to want to come in and they're going to either want to keep those two stars, Trout and Otani, or they're going to want to tear it completely down and start from scratch. And nine times out of ten, most baseball people want to buy a team from scratch and start their own, you know, their own fun on it instead of inheriting, especially that kind of money. It wouldn't shock me eventually that Trout is not going to be an Anaheim Angel for very long. Two, he's too good of a ball player. I don't care how comfortable he is. Big difference between him and Otani is Otani only has, I think, a couple, couple years. teams mm-hmm. on his no trade clause. One and... of them would really not be a popular choice. To move, down the, <laughs> to move down the road and put on Dodger blue. I don't even know. That'd be rough. <laughs> to that point. Who, who are the two teams? Sorry. That Otani uh, says they're not allowed to trade to the, the Dodgers. You said looks like. Yeah. Dodgers. And um, there was, was some the other. other one? I can't remember the other one. I honestly, felt like but it, there's like to that point. There was it was like basically in California. So it might have been the Giants. Oh, okay. I think you might be so, right. Actually, I, it, basically, they didn't want to have to trade him in market. So they, you know, he would have to. That they both would have to approve a trade within that thing. So to that point, I would if I'm Otani, I wouldn't want to go to the Giants. They're not going anywhere next year. They peaked last year. Yeah. <laughs> now, gentlemen, um, do, do do you think the Jays would even consider getting him? If you have a chance to throw out a brick of prospects at somebody like Shohei Otani, even for a season, you do it. And I yeah, think like, the Blue Jays are feeling a little salty after uh, missing out on some of these guys at the trade deadline. And just take a peek at what we have in the cupboard right now. We have three amazing catchers. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So what are you going to do with that? That's trading. We have three catchers that are major. You have to ready trade one right of them. And now. that's it's like and if you're able choice, to, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you're able to get somebody like, you know, Otani in that deal, you probably throw in a Teoscar or a Loris Gurriel Jr. who would probably be the 
sweeter one of those two because he's got more team control than Tay Oscar does. But yeah, you know, then you sprinkle in a bunch of prospects and things happen. And I think that there's enough prospects at the top end going into next season that the you know people would be intrigued about. And what's uh, what say you if uh, Nate Pearson's part of that trade right now? <laughs> I'm saying go right ahead, have fun. <laughs> I, as much as I love watching Nate Pearson, there's not enough reality to me. So, but there's still plenty of trade value there. So if that, you have a chance to get somebody in the flip of that, like Otani, that can hit and pitch, fine. Just throw the brick of prospects at it. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I'm not enough, a, though. Uh, I, and and I'm not a big sell the farm to get a dip. It, like, what is Otani? 27, 28? Something like that. that. I did to look. But so, to that point, he's also only got one year on his contract, Jason. Right. That's what I'm so saying, yeah. he, you, so, you waste a bunch, waste a bunch of bullets, and he decides he's going to go to the Dodgers anyways. You know, so. But you could do an a la Roy Holiday trade here. I don't know if you all remember that trade when we made the, you know, Anthopolis dealt him to the Philadelphia Phillies. That deal was completely contingent on the blue, on the Phillies being able to actually re-sign him at the time of the trade. Yeah. So yeah. they negotiated a, a contract extension at that time for X prospects going back to the Blue Jays. So that worked out for everybody. Unfortunately, none of those pot, you know, prospects really played out for the Toronto Blue Jays, unless you get like six degrees from Anthony Ghost to Devin, Devin Travis and so on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But that's the kind of thing that they could be structuring for, you know? Yeah. We will do this, but you're going to give us 30 days to talk to Otani to guarantee this extension and just pay him out the freaking crazy for five years or something like that and call it a day. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's uh he's a, he's a generational player. And um, I, I agree with you. If you get if, if you get the opportunity, and you're not stripping the whole thing, you t- you know taking the whole cupboard because, I mean, they, they've been so bad. The Angels have been so bad for so long. You'd hate to see a bunch of good, more good talent just get thrown down there, and just you know, it's something systematic has to change down there. And mm-hmm. um, you, you've got to hope that at some point Mike Trout finally says, "Guys, I'm not going to keep doing this. I'm not going to keep." Walking out to center field and losing and cashing my check. I want to win a World Series. I want to know what the playoffs yeah. are like. I, I, you know, I, 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 I just so many things as a professional baseball player at the level he's at that he yeah. hasn't experienced by not being in the playoffs. It's crazy. And correct for me, interesting. You know, it's 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 one of those things where if I was him, this would be about the time where I would be like, guys, I'm either out of here because yeah. <laughs> Or, or you're going even more than it was. But is that worth it? I don't think that so, it is. Like, I mean, the other two. Here's the just, worth, <laughs> if you want the yeah. actual worth. So currently, he is in his one, two, three, four, fifth year of his 12-year deal. <laughs> so he is oh not an unrestricted free agent until tw- 2031. Does anybody want to wager dollars to pesos to whatever the hell you want to call Money can how much he's making in a year. He he signed for three six three hundred and sixty million for ten years or nine years, didn't he? I just had it making like forty seven million a year. It was a twelve year (laughs) four four hundred twenty six point five million dollar (laughs) job. It's the biggest contract 
outside of like, you know, re-aggregating Barry Bonds' contract from, uh, you know, when he signed with the, uh, you know, to inflation rules of baseball. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And but. he, like I said, he is not a, not an unrestricted free agent until his age 39 season. Wow. He is currently 31 and he's wow. making a mere 35 point or yeah. 35.5 yeah, or $35 million dollars a year. <laughs> Three, wow. five, crazy. Crazy. <laughs> so what's the, to what's this the point? If what's the, the A's whole payroll? <laughs> <laughs> that and Otani. Because <laughs> Otani's is probably about, you know, is pretty damn crazy for somebody that literally signed right out of Japan with no Major League Baseball experience. Um, it was a lot of guarantees of playing time and such and things like that, which to his power, great that he did that. Um, but Mike Trout, if the A's or if the Angels are willing to eat any of that contract to get prospects in return, which is probably where that really goes, I'm throwing money at that too. Because the one nice thing about it, he's performed crazily in Toronto, and the other piece of that whole fun thing is that he doesn't have to play center field in Toronto. So he might stay he healthy. DH for all he wants, man. Mm-hmm. Correct. Yep. I, or to that point, he gets to play left or right field. Mm-hmm. You got somebody like Mike Trout playing left or right field in Toronto. Dear God, man. And that's paired with oh. whatever we don't give away in our outfield at the same time. So let's say you do have to trade Loris in that situation. Okay, great. That's your outfield is now Trout, Springer, and Hertay Oscar. <laughs> I'm okay with not that. Bad. Not bad. I don't think we're we're, we're not going to complain if that happens, right? So. And or in the aggregate, Otani in that spot. Yeah. Yep. I mean, yeah. Oh, You're it's, winning it's now. Throw it's money. Fun to dream. <laughs> well, that's that. That's always the concern I always have when you when a lot of people like to stack their teams, right? NBA does it all the time, where they stack with all these players, and it could just be just for that one season that ju- just to win the championship and then trade them all away or whatever, just. Mm-hmm. I hope that's not what the case is for. I hope that's what not Toronto's doing. I think we're actually investing in the right pieces, right? We're actually playing for the long term. We're not actually going to be just trying to say, well, World, World Series is great, but we're not going to front load and just get all these all-stars now just for the sake of getting that one championship and then they all leave or, worst case, they don't perform the following year. Yeah. And I'm, I was trying to see if I could figure out or find it really quick what their payroll is going to be for next season. But, of course, it's going to take for... <laughs> Ever for it load on my phone. Um, Payroll table to, of 2023 for the Jays? They, um, they, um, there's a website called sporttrack.com who does That's a really good job. That's what I was good, on right now, actually. Yeah. Does a really good job of tracking, um, you know, what players are up for uh, arbitration with a ballpark, uh, how much they think they're going to make, and all that stuff. I don't know who the hell actually does the back end of that whole thing, but they're, somebody's doing some pretty good jobs. It's been pretty on point for many years in a row. Um, yeah. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. 
Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. It stopped working for me all of a sudden. Now, I, when I sounded <laughs> smart looking at this well, stuff, and now it's now page is not yeah. working. So yeah. don't ask me anything about dollars and free agents and all that sort of Maybe stuff. Maybe I should just like you know look at our you know lovely friends that are you know podcast uh, hosting website of jaysjournal dot com <laughs> on fansia dot com because our friend Charles Keim uh, wrote about the looming payroll to squeeze coming this season and their ballpark in that. Uh, their roster to end this season was $230 million. I believe that's within striking distance of the uh, luxury tax for Toronto or for baseball period. Um, oh, sorry. I take that back. They were at 204, 230 is the luxury tax. So okay. you add Mike Trout, <laughs> you're over the luxury tax. You're over. <laughs> how much money do we have to work with uh for this coming season there uh, craig since you have it since it's working for you it's not working for me anymore so I'm, like i said i found it on our <laughs> affiliates because somebody just happened to write about it today or in the last six days so to that point um ken they said that our total cost for all of our stuff last year was 204.4 million dollars to end the 2022 season so there's gonna be certain amounts of raises arbitration whatnot that's mixed into that whole thing you are going to lose some people in the midst of that equation too um right now their pending contract eligible arbitration pieces are teoscar tapia adam simber trevor richards bradley zimmer danny jansen vlad jr tim Meza, kevin biggio trent thornton bobachette romano and espinal there's not many in that list that are not getting raises <laughs> everyone's getting the argument raise. that you know vladdy made his giant monster of a raise the season before so he's going to get some, some something good but not mvp level you know um teoscar had another good season he's hurt but to that point it's still progressing i think this is his last year of arbitration um and then but you espinal's not going to make two million dollars after the year he had he was an all-star so there's something to argument there yep and then this isn't even getting into the ballpark of the fact that Ross Stripling is a free agent and was he was pretty say, damn good. We got to so gotta keep him, man. We got to sign that guy, man. Or like yep. keep, sorry, keep him for that. He yeah. performed really well this last half of the season. So got to definitely keep him. Um, I know Phelps, I believe, is also up up this year. I think he's playing in the minors right now. Yeah. So I don't know so, if we but keep to that him point, or the, the random – Stuff according to where this article went from uh, jaysjournal.com was the fact that there wouldn't be a shocking value if they kept stripling at the 14 to $15 million ballpark, which is probably what he's worth for one season with his uh, Windsor Pub replacement level and everything. It would not shock him that this would be a $62 million pay increase 
but there is some things coming off the record too. So the, their mm. ballpark in that it'd be just under the luxury tax of about mm. two, like two hundred twenty nine million dollars with the arbitration stuff. Yeah. I so, think it's nice too that there's a there's a bunch of guys in there that are signed as well. Like there's some correct. guys that have some journey in there. So you know Chapman has possibly the best defensive year a third baseman's ever had for the Jays. Sorry, Kelly Gruber. Uh, uh. But, you know, it's it, it's the reality of it. I mean, it was unbelievable. And correct. You know, he's locked in for what three more years or something I like think, that. I want to say it's this season, actually. Period. Just I think this. We season. only got him for two. So this yeah, is he's up to twenty four. He's up to twenty four. Yeah. He's free agent twenty four. Um, you know, Espinal, he's going to get a big raise. Um, Jano and Kirk probably get raises. They both. I mean, they Kirk is not hot. technically arbitration eligible yet. He's still mm-hmm. a rookie. So that's maybe the weird one. A, that to that point. There, I would imagine he gets some incentive. It just won't be on the uh, books. Get him some steak knives or something. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. for that maple um, beef. The, the maple yeah. beef. He's got, <laughs> uh, I, I'm I'm really optimistic for him for this coming season. I hope he can keep that momentum going as well. But uh, yeah, like so. Let me ask you guys. I know we kind of talked about three catchers. Who do we? Who do? We, who would you guys think we would have to give up? I mean, unless you can think we can play him and just keep one of them as like a DH. But then, like, kind of like Tiasco is kind of like Tiasco is kind of like the. If pitch. I'm a, if I'm building a ball club right now, the most appealing out of those three, obviously, it would be Gabriel Moreno. But I don't think the Blue Jays trade Moreno. I think that the chip right now to trade is actually Danny Jansen, and that's because he came back healthy at the end of the season, proved he can finally hit at the major league level, and everybody's already been enamored with his pitch, his catching prowess behind the plate. So. I think he is the – if you're starting a team and you need a solid backstop, he spells it for you, mm-hmm. especially with I young could, pitchers. could not agree more. Um, yeah. I feel like if Kirk gets his games next year, you're even going to see his game go to a higher level. The more he plays, the better he is. He needs it. He needs to be playing almost every single day. He's a machine. And mm-hmm. then um, what's the young guy's name again? I don't know why it is. Mourinho. Yeah, he's unbelievable. And yeah. the thing with him is he can play anywhere. <laughs> you know, like it he can't, he doesn't just have to catch. He can play third, he can play short, he can play the outfield. He's Yeah, a, he actually played fi- left field a few times for the Buffalo Bisons at yeah. the end of the year. He's a very 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 good athlete and he hits the ball a ton. And so he's not going anywhere unless it's something really ridiculous. Unless there's Otani. something out there. Trump. Well, yeah, Otani. <laughs> um, so it's conversation started, Jason. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it's, you know, I, I think you're dead on with that. And, and I love Jano. I think he's done an amazing job as a J and, and really worked that catcher's position to be a premier catcher's position for both, you know, catchers. Um, mm-hmm. And it's so important. It gets overlooked so much. I mean, you know, the that the catcher for the Guardians couldn't throw me out if I was trying to steal second base. And it's a big <laughs> deal. Like if you've got Aaron Judge sauntering down to second base, he's not even running and you still yeah. can't get him. I think that's a big deal. And you're he, I think he was one for 26. Like, great. OK, you can catch the ball, but there's <laughs> lots of guys that can do that. Like there's there's other parts of it. But in that aggregate, let's say it came down to them. We have the money to sign Aaron Judge. We have the trade prospects to go after fully and get Otani or Trout or the equivalent person throughout the major leagues. 
would you rather spend the money on Trout or, or I mean, on the prospects and whatnot on Trout or Otani, or would you rather just throw a giant heaping pile of money at Aaron Judge? And me personally, I can't see what the hell I would be paying with Aaron Judge. I'm worried that this is the the iceberg that he was ever going to get. Period. Yeah, and I, I'm I wouldn't worried. I would definitely not go for Judge. Like you said, you're, you're you're really relying on on him to have. And could he hit another 62 home runs? Great, but all it takes is just one injury. But she's done. Goes all of our money. <laughs> yeah, but she's done. I mean, look at look at Ryu for 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 the Jays, right? Like we spent so much money on him, and that's why when we talk about overachievers and underachievers, he's kind of a little bit where a little bit of a disappointment. I know he got hurt, so. Mm-hmm. But uh, even those two wins he did get of those starts that he had, I mean, he still had an ERA of like almost six. So yeah. it wasn't uh, the Ryu of uh, 2019 when he was, no, you know, no. helping us get in the playoffs. Or you know, no, sorry, not 2019, 2020, 2020. Yeah, I so, think that that if you're if you're looking at, at a mere that, twenty I mean, million dollars a year, by the way, yes, yeah. that's true. I think if you're looking at that, I mean, I, I'm not going after Judge either. I, I, I mean, I've seen the changes he's made to his swing. Um, I still can't, can't understand why anybody throws him a fastball inside. Like it doesn't make any sense to me. Like it's the same thing with the Vlad. You know, he, he I know how to why turn throw it, it there. I understand you're going to make mistakes when you're trying to throw the ball hard or you're trying to put it in a spot, but he's waiting for it. I mean, for a guy Correct. who has just in this series struck out what twelve times, he's more than willing to swing at bad pitches. Whereas. You know, if you get a guy like Otani and you get him in a, you know, a, a, a in a good part of a lineup where he's got, you know, he's got trouble on both sides of him and they're worried they they have to kind of pitch to him, then I mean, yeah. could Otani hit sixty or sixty five? For sure, he could. Um, you know, and maybe he's only got a couple of couple more years on the mound, but who cares? I mean, if he can go out and bash forty eight and maybe jump in and give you a couple of innings when you need it, then. I mean, it's, it's, he's a totally different, he's a, he's a unbelievable beast, that guy. Yeah. My worry with Aaron judge is that he is going to be the Yankees equivalent of Vernon Wells for the blue Jays fans. And to that point, I loved watching Vernon Wells play baseball, but he, was he worth every penny that he got out of that contract? <laughs> he had the best season he humanly possibly could right when he was going to be a free agent for the Blue Jays. And the, and that it lineup in 2003 with him and Delgado just dropping taters into the Rogers center seats, that was a fun year. Yeah, well, but I think we've all seen how often – I mean, it happens in baseball, and I don't know if we see it as much as we do – as prevalently as we do in hockey. I mean, yeah. when guys are up for their contract year in hockey – these guys play out of their minds. Like a guy like Louis Erickson scores 30. They find it on their gear, right? Like, yeah. (laughs) And so, you know, and I think that, that professional sports teams are starting to gauge those things. They're not, they're not having a, Hey, you know, it's okay. (laughs) That was good. Okay. Awesome. So we're going to give you this. And the player says, well, I deserve this. And they're like, well, you're not going to get that unless it's from a dumb dumb. So if there is a, a stupid team out there or somebody who's willing to burn money, then that's where those guys end up. But And I think we've been teams, seeing that the last few years, even in baseball. Yeah. You know, the oh, contracts sure. haven't been as ridiculous as they were. You haven't, you know, you're seeing the young, the Julio Rodriguez get rewarded with a giant extension. The Willie Harris is for the Ronald Acuna's 
Um, and I would say that most of those deals are going to pan out unless you're looking at Fernando Tatis, what you mentioned a few minutes ago. That would be, I think, the outlier. But Juan Soto is going to get paid just like that. Mm-hmm. You, you assume as Blue Jays fans that Bo Bichette and Vlad Jr. are going to get paid in some fashion in the next few years similar oh, yeah. to that, if not this offseason, which many will make the argument for. But knowing this team is whatever that catalyst piece that we hit the hammer on or hit the nail really hard last week with, they're going to have to throw that money at that catalyst. And these few guys that we're talking about, guys, and Trout and Otani, they're hungry and want that playoff piece. I know they haven't gotten it, but there was a difference that could be the, you know, the light to this, you know, kick this fire up into high gear. Yeah. I mean, it's, 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 and it's one of those things too, that the, the, the Jays have a really, really, really good base to work from. You can even take good pieces away from that base. Um, I mean, they're going to need some middle relief coming up for next year. Um, and then, you know, I, I, and I, and one of my buddies said we were, we're, you know, they're miles away from landing somebody like this. Well, they're not, they're not that far off and they're in every conversation. So I went and looked in between the teams that he's talking about are the Dodgers, the Mets and the Braves Otani. So how can you not put the Jays right there with those teams? Like they're all very similar teams. They have very similar records. They have very similar talent makeup. Mm -hmm all of that stuff. And Otani has expressed in the past that he likes playing in Canada. He enjoys going to, to Toronto. He enjoys the city. He likes it. He, he, you know, it's, it's, well, you guys have been in the city. It it is the, I, I I can't say any other ways other than it's one of the biggest melting pots of all cultures I've ever been in, in my whole life, which is one of the many reasons I love going to the city of Toronto for somebody like him that is Japanese and ready to be, you know, the, you know, the, the Asian population in general is going to latch on to Shohei Atani in any way or shape or form that you can think of. Just think of how cool it was for, the, you know, when, when Ryu came over, we, we inherited a whole other co- country of fans. <laughs> it's this great thing. It's like, exactly. And to that point, I, we have a lot of friends that love Korean baseball too. in uh, the podcast world here. And um, it, they, we were hearing nothing but raving about Ryu when he came over. So it was great to hear that. And that same thing, this could be the Blue Jays getting like Ichiro Suzuki level of what, you know, Mariners fans got to enjoy for years. So right, Ken, yeah, you right. had something on your mind. I could, clearly could see it. <laughs> no, no. I mean, I'm just, I, I'm just trying to picture it right now. And like, wow. Cause the thing too, it's that no one's going to shoulder everything on, on Otani if he does come to Toronto. Cause we have, you know, Manoa, we have Brios. So it's not like he's going to be the, and Stripling. We're not like we're going to be, everyone's going to be just waiting for him to perform. Like we have a good uh, a rotation that we can have with him. So it'd be very interesting to see. And sorry, let me just ask you guys this winter. Cause I, like I said, I'm trying to follow up with everything like you guys are. Mm-hmm. So, so the LA, so the angels are playing in the national league. Is that right? Oh no, they're American no, league. American, American league. Yeah. Okay. American so league, we can, West division. so we can, okay. So is it still old thing in the national league that the pitchers can bat in the, in the American league? We cannot. Bat, this right? year was the first year of the universal DH. So universal that was the DH? rest of the changes yeah, wow. that we were talking about that happened before this season, Ken. So, so they did, also, they did also allow Otani to pitch and hit in the same game, which uh, they, again, they haven't done that. You know, like it was a weird sort of thing. Um, it is the Otani rule. That's literally yeah, written in the, yeah, yeah, in the that's what I heard. baseball so I like, yeah. rule book as the Otani rule, because after he leaves the game pitching, he can remain as the DH. Yes. So interesting. 
It's a great idea. Uh, I mean, it's it's. I love the fact that there's a a, a sport as old as baseball that's willing to progress when they need to. They cool. see a, a a a you know a generational player making a difference. You know, unbelievably popular, just smashing the ball, throwing hundred mile an hour strikes. Well, how, what do we do to keep him on the field more? Because that's what we want. We want him on the field as much as possible. Oh, we just changed this rule and no one seems to care. Oh, okay, great, let's do that. <laughs> so. I mean, it's it's really nice to see it because there's a lot of other leagues that do not make those changes. They wait too long, and then that generational star, like Connor McDavid, is wasting away in Edmonton. And there's a lot of rules that could be updated to allow Connor to be a little bit more free, to be you know to have the play move a little bit faster, whatever the case may be. But take advantage of a guy who's that good, you know. Well, to that can. point, just to say it, Sidney Crosby's been getting away with enough for over the years. I'm glad didn't somebody else isn't just running with that idea. <laughs> yeah, so. it, it just makes me think of that Jose Canseco game where he actually pitched for the first time. <laughs> what was that? How did that happen? He that ripped was like his whole shoulder out. I, yeah, yeah, he ripped his yeah. shoulder, his elbow. He was gone after that. They were getting was, so badly beaten that yeah. They and, just they just threw him into the ball game because they're and he's like just go out there and throw and he he went out there trying to throw too hard and apparently he was having some elbow issues right at then and there after that. But now, that, you know, now that's, that's a rule that they're not. They're, that's the rule that they're not bringing back, right? They're not bringing that anybody can pitch. Oh, anybody's yeah. allowed to pitch. Twenty nine position really? players do it this year. Yeah, yep. I think there's really? twenty nine position Jesus players Christ? pitched this year. Um, something wow. like that. I, I, I forget looked. who pitched for us. Was it Espinal that pitched the one inning? Yeah. yeah. No, I think he pitched twice, didn't he? I, maybe it was. I can't remember. It was, it was the only two games we really got beaten up, and, and uh, they were both with Montoyo, and he threw them out there. Ryan Gones pitch like four times one year or five? Like, <laughs> Gones pitched once. Um, Jeff Fry did it back in the day. Yeah. And there's your Blue Jays trivia night, because Jeff Fry <laughs> is an answer to a Toronto Blue Jays trivia question that nobody ever remembers. He's one of the only Blue Jays to ever hit the cycle. Oh, so really? there's your there's your trivia answer for the night. When, when did this happen? God, it was you know, he was only on the team for like one year, and I want to say it was like maybe oh four ish, really? something like that. I had to look it up. Honestly, God, even my Blue Jay prowess is coming to play on that one. I just know <laughs> he's one of the few Blue Jays that hit the cycle. The others are Kevin Biggio and and Kelly Gruber. <laughs> Gruber, so, actual Blue Jays. Actual, <laughs> lovely. So, but to that point, the, yeah, it, it does happen, and that's why they needed to modify this rule or some of these things to allow when Otani's pitching. You know that okay, great, we took you out of the game. You know, go collect. You know, grab some bench. <laughs> you know, we didn't. They didn't want that to happen, so they altered the DH rule to accept a pitcher if the starting pitcher is the DH to start the game. He's allowed to exit the pitching and remain as a DH, but it's only starting pitching. You can't have a bullpen arm hitting and then come in and pitch one inning. <laughs> yeah, no. So no. It's just so to start the game. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So, Maybe when he to moves that point, to the, that would the pen. Yeah, when he moves <laughs> to the pen, they're gonna have to realter that rule. Because <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna want him coming out closing games and throwing nine hundred miles an hour. Uh huh. So I have a strange feeling his work ethic isn't going to let him ever come out of the bullpen, though. No, he's either going to stop pitching or he's just going to, you know, whatever it might be. So, but to that point, that would be a very intimidating Toronto lineup 
and having him and all those extra, you know, fans in the ballpark is going to make it that much more appealing for him, I think, too. And he got a taste of what Toronto's like this year when he came late in the season with the Angels. Oh, yeah. I don't, I don't think he'd be opposing that whole idea at all. I think no, that if he, I don't the think Blue so, Jays yeah. throw a brick of prospects to the Angels, he's going to be excited about it. Yeah. And so you said that the owners kind of maybe shopping the team around. Do, they, do you guys know where the rumors are where he might try to move the uh, LA Angels to? Not moving the team, selling the team. Yeah. So selling the team. Yeah, he's Correct. he's tried a number of different times. I think I was reading, I think that he's tried four times over the last 10 years or something like that to, uh, you know, really aggressively sell the team. Which um, is hilarious because he bought it from Disney. Yeah. <laughs> you actually bought something from Disney. Disney doesn't sell anything. <laughs> no. So, I mean, I feel like, you know, if somebody does buy that team, it's going to be you know, either a really prominent Anaheim baseball, you know, or, or sorry, businessman, or, you know, you could see maybe Honda, like Honda has giant presence in Anaheim. You know, maybe they step up and say, you know what, we're going to buy it to get the stadium. We'd have the two stadiums in the city, you know, in Anaheim. Yeah. We'd rule the Ducks and we'd have the, the Angels. Oh, that's right. They do own the Ducks. I forgot yeah, about that. And it's, you know, so maybe that's where you start to see that. Or, I mean, there's a lot of, um, I feel like there's a lot of ex-baseball players that are around and looking for these opportunities, and a lot of them made pretty good money. And um, you might Case start point, to see... Derek Jeter never really got a chance to do what he wanted with his investment yep. group in Miami. Yeah. I mean, so. you're going to see more of these investment groups with guys who are just getting out of the game, getting together and trying to play fantasy baseball with with the money that they've made so i mean who knows um long as john bon jovi doesn't try to buy my buffalo bills again i'm happy (laughs) what was that that terrible arena league football team the the philadelphia liberty or so no the they were it was a really bad name and they were a bad team yeah you bought like not an xfl team but it was something of that building close to it yeah, to that point like, now we can buy an xfl team as long as it's not in buffalo i don't need that shit <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> well i'm calling you right here gentlemen i have a feeling elon musk will, will buy the la for the los angeles angels and he'll take him to spacex so yeah i'll tell you from another At, another unit after he settles his debt with twitter <laughs> Twitter, <laughs> him or he'll partner up with Bezos or Zuckerberg and actually have the angels play in meta. So that yeah. that's what it'll be. <laughs> All VR helmets. Like, can, you ma- can you imagine that next? Yeah. <laughs> oh, come on. CC Sabathia's kids already doing it on that win VR crap. Why don't <laughs> you've seen those commercials? Yeah. Yeah. So it's the, uh, how to train with a, you know, basically it's sitting in the ba- your living room having a pitching machine in VR with a real bat and everything. And yep. My uh, Sabathia, the, the whole ad campaign is pitchers hate it. So CC Sabathia is going, I hate this. And puts the <laughs> drops, the controller down, walks away and his son picks it up and he goes, hitters love it. No. <laughs> you know? It's actually really funny. My very good friend, Trevor Nuttle, who just lives down the way from me, he has it. Um, and my kids absolutely love it. They've been down there to their place a number of times. They have asked for it. Um, mm-hmm. And I've looked into it, and it it is actually a very good training tool. I mean, like we use inside performance batting cages here in, in yep. North End. Shout out! Um, <laughs> and you know, to have the they have hit tracks in there, and so you can go hit in any baseball park you want. And that's a lot yep. of fun because you're actually, you know, you're you're standing there and and hitting the ball, and and it looks like the sky right. dome or whatever you yeah, end up wanting. Want. That, that, that hit tracks thing is really or... cool. This the WinVR yeah. thing is taking that now into your home 
and being able to do that and still get What's the same called? thing out. Sorry, because I might want to get that for myself. Win, so, win, win VR. Win, yeah. Win VR. Yeah. So you have to get the 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 headset yeah. and yeah. The, so yeah. I've looked at a few of them. Best Buy has some good choices for it, and you know I think Win actually has one that they will sell. Yeah, they package through. it. I think it's really an Oculus Rift thing, like yeah. that you would get for the Metaverse thing from Facebook. And then the bat has a you, you have a you can use it as controllers so you can you can hold it in your hand if you don't want to use a bat there's other training you can do with it you can actually rather than hitting training you can do fielding training with yeah. it which is I to find that point it's basically the equivalent of taking a wii remote and duct yes. taping it to your baseball bat, bat. yeah so <laughs> it has fittings for the bats and it, they also come win actually sells a hockey one as well for goalies and for players i did and see so that. what you do mm-hmm. is the same thing you attach it to to the stick and you can stick handle and it represent you're on the ice yeah or on your arm it's really neat stuff like i mean you know i've great technology moving forward i've heard (laughs) that you can't do it for very long you know it's 10 15 minute spurts and then you gotta you gotta take it off and and you know let your brain (laughs) catch back up which doesn't surprise me it's too much of a too much of a one thing right (laughs) and so but but for everything else that i've heard you know that is that it's a really incredible way to train um i know the golf one's coming out for it next year i think it said on the website but uh you know it's 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 interesting to see now that the Make level sure I play that in this little room that I got here where I'm just taking yeah. out on my Funko pops and my transformers and my TV and, <laughs> and that, or go in the back room where I can just destroy all my blue Jays and bills and Sabres stuff. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, yeah. No! So, I mean, it's, I, I think that, that what the technology on some of this stuff is, is certainly showing us is that, I mean, you could even be sitting in the dugout and rather than, you know, sort of back in the day when guys would get accused of going down and like going into the batting cages that are underneath and, you know, to keep warm and that kind of stuff. And, oh, there's no cameras down there. Well, of course there's not. Of course they're going yeah. down there. But you could even just pop on the <laughs> VR in the dugout now and you're just taking swings right there without a bat in your hand. Yeah. Right. I mean, weighted gloves, whatever. And talk you know, on that circle. You could be virtually yeah. going on the guy that you're about to face. Yeah. <laughs> and the, I mean, they're, they're, um, you know, they're, they're, they're on the iPads the second something happens. Like if you I get see why out, pitchers hate it. Yeah. I seen them. I see a lot of people with the, with the iPads during the games now. I'm like, oh, especially wow. Lourdes Gurriel Jr. You're going, yeah. 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 <laughs> Unless they don't pull a Tom Brady and break all the tablets, you know, I think it'll be all right. (laughs) (laughs) So, but anyway, fellas, I uh, don't want to keep you much longer because we are approaching the hour mark here. Is there anything you would like to throw in here in the last five minutes or, or if we're done, we're done. (laughs) I I think we've Otani this to death. Yeah, we really have Otani this to death. That could be our new new rule. Yeah. After a certain number of minutes spoken about Otani, that's the new Otani rule. We have to stop. Like a sound <laughs> effect goes yeah. off, and yeah, gong or something. And, uh, I'm going to start playing music like we're in a word show. Yeah. So um, I think the biggest thing for me, you know, I, I invested a lot of time watching the Jays this year, more than I probably have in the last, I would say, six, seven years, and I think. I really do feel like the good outweighs the bad this year. Um, yes. I felt like they needed to to get to the playoffs. I felt like they needed to to feel what it was like. Um, I, I really do feel like they are going to make a solid effort to try and improve the team. And, um, you know, 
I, I think in my old age, I have realized now that I, I just can't get mad at this stuff anymore. I can't. I can't. I can't. They're going to do what they're going to do. That's two weeks in a row. I got you. So, I mean, I think the big thing is, is just start to look at the positives. And, you know, the people that are out there out and, you know, listening to us, just start looking at the positives. And, and, you know, sure, Vladdy was okay and and Bo was questionable and the, but they're going to come around. They're young. They're 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 And they love the game. Like yes. Bo Bichette wants to win so badly. It's not even funny. I mean, the guy doesn't lead it out smile. on the field, but yeah. I, I, you know, I think that this young core is really going to start to drive the bus. And, and I think that, that next year is going to be a really exciting year. I'm hoping they can avoid the big pitfalls and maybe have a, a year similar to what the Dodgers looked at this year, like a few yeah. wins off, but I think it's in there. And mm-hmm. if they can just get that feeling and, and put lightning in a bottle and just ride it all year long, I think we could be looking at the Jays being favorites next year come this time of the year to win the World Series. Yeah, to that point, they weren't too far off from that this year. If, you know, nope. it's just a, a couple of different balls landing in different places. We might have Absolutely. a very different conversation even the last two weeks, boys. <laughs> so If that, if, if Ray was actually you know not injured, who's to know what kind of season we would have had as Correct. well? We, right? and, and to that point, we were, we're going to be talking over the next few weeks. I'm glad we were able to fill in this week with a couple of things in last week, guys. But um, I like when the ALS and LCS stuff starts, we start talking year in review. So next week, we'll tackle probably the hitting and the position player part. And then we'll do the pitching the following. And I want to figure out one of those weeks where we actually talk John Schneider and his managing tenure after we've had a little... After Will he the, be back? What, correct. I want to let Maybe. some of those chips fall into that whole thing before we start talking off season, off season after the World Series, because that's when all the free agency mayhem will start. So we're a good two, you know, end of October part away here into November to be able to get to talk free agent baseball and all the you know the show high <laughs> um, entertainment that we'll be uh, talking about. So, but boys. Everything's good. Everything's wonderful. We're moving on and we're going to be planning for next year on the show. And yep. we'll find some fun things next over the off season here is trivia nights and goof around things with the, uh, our buddies over at jaysjournal.com who we've already plugged once this evening. We are the official blue Jays podcast of jaysjournal.com and fan sided. I think I have the logo somewhere right now. I'm on here. <laughs> there somewhere. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so make sure you listen to us wherever you get your podcasting pleasures for. I don't know what the hell happened to the live feed tonight, but this video will be going live right when I can post it right after the show. Um, I'm going to blame new technology and fun and not let me stream anymore. So we're, I'm going to be having a nice talk with Riverside FM after the show. There you go. <laughs> but Great to months. that point. Here's their plug, too, if it's shame or not, whatever way. <laughs> so, Blue Jays fans, make sure you listen in. Come in and join us on these shows. We might do a couple of Twitter Spaces shows again just to get people going. That end up really well before the playoffs. And we want to talk to the fans. We're also going to be doing some fan invites to the show where we're going to interview you on your Blue Jays fandom. So, Blue Jays fans, mm. until next week, you guys ready for the two claps and a Ric Flair? You got it. One, two, three. Let's go, Blue Jays. Let's go, Blue Jays. 
sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.